I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. So this is our very first episode of 2021. So happy new year, happy 2021. I'm so excited to have you here with me this week. We have an amazing episode with one of my really great friends, Alina Brown. I'm so excited for you to meet her and I'll give her a proper introduction soon. But I do want to talk a little bit about why I chose to release this podcast episode this week in particular. So I have a lot of good episodes lined up for you throughout 2021 so far and I was trying to decide which episode I was going to release this week on the first full week of January 2021 and I figured I would release this episode that I recorded with my friend Alina Brown as I mentioned. So Alina created a planner, but it's not just any ordinary planner. It is a astrology planner. And so her and I actually talk about this planner in today's episode, but I thought it would be a really great time to release this episode just in case you're still looking for a planner to use throughout this new year. And also, I connect with a lot of you and a common question I get over and over again, and I know I mentioned this on previous podcasts, but I receive this question often. And that question is, how can I become more in tune or just gain more knowledge about the lunar cycles? So you want to start knowing and learning more about the full moon and the new moon and just be more aware of those moon cycles that are always taking place. So Alina has created this planner, this incredible planner. So not only can you use this planner just like a normal planner, but it actually guides you to become more aligned and aware of what's happening above us with the moon. And so there's like journal prompts inside. It will give you a heads up when the new and the full moons are coming, some ritual suggestions and things like that. You will learn more about this incredible planner in today's episode. So that's why I chose to go with this episode in particular this week, because like I said, if you didn't get a planner for Christmas or maybe the new year rolled around and then this week you're realizing that, oh shoot, I 
do not have a planner for myself and now you need a planner, I would highly recommend checking out Alina's Aura Align Planner. So I have that linked up for you in the show notes. It's incredible. So really excited for you guys to get your hands on that. And like I said, that's why I chose to go with this episode this week. But as I was editing this episode, I realized we talk a lot about the new and the full moon. And the new moon is actually next Wednesday. So it's next week. So a week from today is when the first new moon of 2020 is. So part of me was like, "Mm, should I wait and release this episode next week right on the new moon? But I just went with it. I released this episode this week on January 6th. And now you can just listen and be prepared for the new moon that is coming next week on the 13th, I believe it is. So you can listen to this episode and go check out Alina's YouTube videos. We talk about her YouTube channel during the episode as well. I love listening to her YouTube videos every full and new moon. She releases incredible meditations and also provides um, journal prompts for the new moon. So really excited for you to check out her YouTube channel. I also linked that up in the show notes for you. So before we move on and dive into the conversation that I have with Alina today... I just wanted to talk to you about something that is coming up for me right now and I thought you might need these encouraging words as well. So hopefully this lands with you and um, provides you with some comfort that you might need right now. So I've been feeling this major kind of hustle type of energy now that it is a new year. A lot of people are making goals and I think it's just kind of like this natural rhythm that we find ourselves in or just kind of like a natural feeling we land on. When it's a new year, we feel like, okay, it's this new beginning. We got to go. We got to start with these goals. And there's a lot of like hustle type of energy around that. And I felt this energy kind of coming up on Sunday evening and Monday and Tuesday um, of this week and just kind of feeling that energy from the world essentially everyone's kind of feeling this energy and I personally don't subscribe to the hustle let's go um you know all work no stop type of strategy I don't subscribe to that it's not in alignment with the way that I want to live or run my business and I just wanted to put it out there to all of you if you are also feeling the very um, high vibration hustle type of energy 
from the world right now and it's not feeling in alignment for you and you are still needing January to be more slow pace and a little bit more relaxing and a little bit more grounding and just chill, okay? So if if that feels more aligned with you, I want you to know that's okay, okay? You're not doing anything wrong by not subscribing to the hustle. So I wanted to put that out there for you and also remind you that if starting to live more in alignment with your true self or if you feel like you have this place, you have this vision of where you want to go in your life, but you're feeling out of alignment with that, you're feeling a little stuck, you're feeling a little held back, maybe outdated beliefs are holding you back or behaviors are no longer serving you and are holding you back from reaching that life that really feels aligned with you right now. I want you to know I'm here for you. And this is exactly why I created my 12-week group coaching program back home to you. So if you're hearing me talk about my program for the very first time, it's called Back Home to You and you can check it out at Magdal dot com slash back home to you. This is a small group coaching program. So it's me, you and two other women. If you decide to join us inside this program and what really makes this program different from a lot of other programs is I'm not leading you to like a higher version of yourself. I'm not adding all of these extra external tools to this laundry list of things that you have to do in order to continue on your self-love and self-healing journey. My mission inside Back Home to You is to guide you deeper within yourself and help you strengthen that love that you have for yourself. And right now, that self-love piece might feel really small. It might feel like it's not even there. Whatever the case is for you, I want you to know that Back Home to You is here to support you in that journey of either rekindling the love you have for yourself or just strengthening it altogether. So we go deeper. It's not about being better. It's about going deeper and getting back to that true you, that true you that you've always been, but may have lost along the way. Okay. So if that resonates with you, if that's something you are wanting to work on in 2021, If I am a guide that you feel called to and you would like to work with me throughout this year, I have new groups of Back Home to You starting every single month. So like I said, I accept three women into these coaching programs. So they're intimate, small group coaching programs. And I actually interviewed a few of my previous clients 
from back home to you. So you can always scroll through my previous episodes to listen to what my clients have to say about those. But um, I just wanted to throw that out there with you because so many of us go year after year living in a way that does not feel aligned with us. And you can actually make a change. You can actually rediscover who you truly are. You actually can realign with that life that feels good for you. And I would be honored to be that guide for you. So you can check it out at megdahl.com slash back home to you. Like I said, we have new groups starting every single month. So I'd love to have you join us inside there. And I have some special announcements for my back home to you grads. And I'll share that next week. They already know what it is, but I will share with you all what it is next week. All right. Okay. So I am super excited to introduce you to Alina Brown. She is such a sweetheart and you are going to learn so much from her. Hey, Alina, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on with me this week. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, well, I was just sharing with you that I've been watching your YouTube videos for a while now. Like, I absolutely love your guided meditations that you have on YouTube and your new moon, full moon rituals. Thank you. All of the stuff that you put on YouTube, I just love. Um, you have such a great like um, meditation voice, you know, for guided meditations. Yeah, <laughs> you're so great at that. So anyways, I'm, you know, sitting here listening to all your YouTube videos and I'm just like, why hasn't she been on the podcast yet? So super excited to have you on this week, but I gave you a little bit of an intro before we got started today. So if you want to just give the full intro of who you are, that would be awesome. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm so happy to be on and I really appreciate um, you thinking to have me on here. And I just think that your podcast is so great, especially in a time like this, having very fruitful conversations and that are in a space of empowerment. I think that that's really good. So I appreciate you having me on. And um, and yeah, so a little bit about me. I am a, a holistic nutritionist and I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur, I guess, in that way. Um, I'm a Gemini, sun, moon, rising, all of the things. So it kind of makes sense. Are you too? Okay. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Let's <laughs> pause. <laughs> okay. So I recently read, it's like your latest Instagram post, like from the time that we're recording this. And you said something about being a Gemini. And I was like, yeah. I'm a Gemini too. Okay. So I'm a Gemini sun. Okay. Yeah. What cool. about, so you're a Gemini sun. I'm and sun, moon, rising, Gemini. I literally just did like an updated sort of poll of the major ones, but yeah, those are the major ones essentially. Yes. And my ascending is Aquarius, which I find fascinating because it's going to be like the age of Aquarius. We can even talk about that too. Okay, later, wait, but. your rising is Aquarius too? Is so that, is, is that mine. yours too? <gasps> what? That's okay, crazy. But your moon is Gemini, you said? Yes. 
Yeah. Huh. Okay. So you're Gemini sun, Gemini moon, and Aquarius rising. Yes. So you're also all air. Yeah, I'm all air. Okay. Mercury is Gemini. I'm like looking. <laughs> so I am Gemini sun, Libra moon, Aquarius rising. Wow. That is so interesting. When's your That's birthday? So cool. May 22nd. What about you? Oh, I'm June 20th. Oh, that is so cool. Wild. Okay. <laughs> We're like on one end, you know, like you're at the very beginning of Gemini season and I'm at, mm-hmm. I'm like 21 minutes away from being a Cancer. Wow. That yeah. is so interesting. I love that. I, you know, it's so, in- I, I hear people talk about like, oh, you know, I don't really attract this sign. I attract, I seem to attract Libras or something like that. I have all of my close friends are Libras and then and I hardly ever interact with Gemini's for some reason. So this is really cool. Okay. Well, <laughs> one of your close friends is Danielle. Yes. Right. And she's like, one, that's how I was able to connect to you and your work is through oh, nice. Danielle. And she's a Libra. Yes. Yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Oh, yeah. wild. But, okay. Yeah. Go I, back to you. <laughs> so no let's problem. Let's talk about who Alina is. Yes. So, um, so basically I got into nutrition and I just became fascinated by the holistic health world, um, specifically nutrition, because I was learning a lot about the way that we approach medicine in the U S which is so amazing. I'm so grateful to be in this era of modern medicine, but there are many aspects of it when it comes to looking at our mental health, um, our digestive health, and we could look at it from a holistic perspective. So I got into nutrition and then I became a functional nutritional therapy practitioner. And that same summer, I started an annual conference called WellnessCon. And that is an annual outdoor weekend conference. I specifically wanted it to be outdoor where we do outdoor yoga, meditation. Um, There's a bunch of workshops with herbalists, nutritionists, um, even therapists. And the big intention, the core sort of um, mission of it is to amplify black, indigenous, and people of color who are healers within the wellness space to really hear their perspective of things and to really talk about um, things that are relevant to so many different groups that don't necessarily automatically feel seen when they walk into like a Lululemon or, you know, the average sort of wellness scene that we have in Western society. And um, so it was really good. We had our first event and, um, and right after that, I was kind of on this wave. I was like, wow, I can, I can do stuff, you know, like, cause that was the first time that I ever stepped into my power kind of for so long. I was always overthinking things and trying to fit myself into these boxes that the world was telling me to be in. And that was the first time that I was like, I'm going to make something out of nothing. And then people actually showed up, you know? So anyway, I was, I was on that ride. Yeah. Thank you. And so then I was on that ride and then I was like, oh man, I really want to, um, I, you, okay. You get me because you're a Gemini and you're an air sign, but the creativity sometimes like you just come up with little things. And again, I um, was really doing a lot of like deeper shadow work into like my limiting beliefs and things like that. And I came up with the idea of having a planner that was also an astrology planner that, you know, impacted the moon phases and all the things, which is now what, uh, what is known as the R-Align planner now. And that was another one of those things that I was like, should I do this? And it was the first time, one of the first times I was like, I'm going to actually like follow through, you know what I mean? So I followed through and last year was the first year that I launched it. We did a Kickstarter and it was called Aligned Life Planner. 
I rebranded it to Aura Line. It's the words Aura and Align together. And yeah, and it's, um, so that's mainly what I, um, that's mainly like my day-to-day sort of like the logistics of things. I, I work on that. And then like you mentioned, I have a YouTube channel. So every full moon, every new moon, I have guided meditations that are customized to what sign is that moon in, what's going on um, in astrology at the time. And, um, I just do different unique guided meditations at that time. And then I also do, um, I just started this. I don't know if I'm going to continue it, but journaling. So, um, like customized sort of journaling prompts and it's kind of like a a more, by the way, thank you. Oh, those are so fun. (laughs) I'm glad that you enjoy them, but, um, but that's, that's kind of it. I like, I forget things sometimes. So I feel like I'm forgetting other things, but those are the three main things I, um, I, I run wellness con, which is an annual event, obviously 2020 is happening. So we did, <laughs> we did a virtual gathering, but hopefully by next fall, we might be able to come back together in LA. So I do that. And then YouTube and the, the planners. Gosh, yeah, I would really love nice. to come to the live event. That would be so incredible. Oh yeah. man. I I'm envious of you. You're in, you're in Canada. Things seem just way more chill there compared to here in the U S. <laughs> They're definitely more chill for sure. Although, you know, where I live, we actually went all pandemic, quarantine, whatever you want to call it. We went this whole time from March until like October without a single case like in the city that I live in. And then come October, there's just like all these cases now. So I know it's kind of like, especially with the holidays coming up and things like that. So it is December when you and I are recording this. It's the beginning of the month. And I just want everyone to know that I have your planner on my Christmas wish list because (gasps) yes, I am 29 years old and I still have a Christmas wish list because if I don't make one, like my mom and my boyfriend's mom, they get very like frustrated with me so they're always like send me your wish list so I had a link to your planner on my (laughs) wish list so this is going to be out in January and I'm just saying if no one got me your planner I will just be (laughs) buying it myself so oh man I love that I I have wish lists like on Amazon and all these different places. And I specifically make them for my boyfriend and he makes one for me because we both really believe just communicate what you want, you know? Just and it, tell it just, me. Yeah. yeah. So I love that. That's really it's basically cool. like, tell me what you want, especially with my boyfriend. Like, tell me what you want or else I'm probably just not going to get you anything. <laughs> like, just tell me. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. But um but yeah, that's awesome. I'm really glad that you're interested in it also and um and we talked about this before we can dive into it now or later about, you know, just like getting reconnected with the rhythms of the universe, getting getting reconnected with the rhythms of the seasons and how it's really good for our health overall and can help us also just like feel a little bit more um grounded. But um and it's just fun too. I feel like I don't know about you, but I remember when I first created the planner one of the reasons why I did it was because I was kind of interested in astrology. I I was interested in it, but I didn't have a reminder. Um, And I always would be reminded when I would go on social media, I'd see all the posts, the reposts of like, oh, it's a full moon. I'm like, oh, okay. It's a full moon. And I was just thinking like, it'd be kind of cool to have it, you know, where you plan everything else. So, um, 
So yeah, so that's really cool. Yes. That you're interested in it too. So I think, yes, let's dive into this right now. And I just think it's such a great topic because honestly, I have some of my best friends asking me this and tons of DMs like all the time. Meg, like, how can I start either learning more about astrology or they're asking me how I started to kind of be more in tune with the new and full moon and like kind of know what's coming up and know what just happened and like how they're going to impact me. And it's funny you bring up just like Instagram, right? And scrolling through Instagram and seeing the posts because that's kind of how my journey started two years ago. But then it's just like that desire of, okay, I actually want to focus on this and learn more and discover more. And for me, um, years ago, I was struggling with HA, so hypothalamic amenorrhea. And it was like years before I actually recovered from HA. But for me, that recovery process was really getting in touch with my feminine energy. And I knew that for me, that included like the cycles of the moon too. That is so cool. I love that. Yeah. I just, I would love for you to maybe share some tips. Maybe that's kind of where we could start is if someone is like, okay, I kind of know what the full moon and new moon is, but that's about it. Like, how can I start, you know, learning more about astrology or just like the phases of the moon? Maybe we could go over that, um, just kind of like the starting places. Absolutely. I'd love that. So the most simplified way that I could describe it starting off is, um, the so there's a new moon and the full moon. The full moon is kind of seen as this energetic culmination of sorts. It's this symbolic message in the sky, like from space telling us like, wow, okay, so our energy has grown a little bit. And in terms of say goal setting um, or um, yeah, essentially goal setting or intention setting, um, you the new moon is seen as the beginning of the lunar cycle. And that's when the energy is the lowest. So it's the ending and the beginning of each lunar cycle. So let's, I guess I'll start at the beginning with the new moon. <laughs> and so um, it's kind of, so, how do I, I don't even know where to start. Okay. So essentially, (laughs) there's a lot of information there, but so essentially to simplify it, there's a whole cycle that goes on just like with women. We have our, you know, monthly cycles and in general, just like we might ovulate for around 28 to even 30 days, it's the same with the moon cycle. And this is why historically in many societies, they would actually have, they would look to the women to know when the month was changing and it, their cycles would be connected with the moon cycles. And it was, it was actually a very empowering thing for women. Um, so, and I, that's a whole other conversation of how we're all connected in that way. But anyway, it's, it's kind of like this, um, this cosmic reminder in the sky that our energy ebbs and flows, just like the moon cycles do, just like the different seasons on earth do. And especially in this era that we have of constantly working um, and constantly being on a grind mode and all these things, it's uh, another reminder that like, no, you don't necessarily have to be on all the time and to respect your rhythms as well. So the new moon, that being the beginning, it's 
it's right before the energy starts to build, right? Going to the full moon where it's kind of like this bright spotlight highlighting um, symbolically what has and hasn't been working for you on this new lunar cycle journey. So that's why the new moon is seen as a time to kind of set your intentions, get more clear on what you wanna do moving forward for these next 20 to 30 days. And it's also a reminder because you can't see it anymore in the sky that it's okay for you to also kind of go in on your introspective work and reflect more on renavigating things um, rather than constantly do, do, doing. And there's many people who energetically, even with their cycles, women, in, even men um, outside of cycles are aligned with that rhythm of the moon in that some people will feel a little bit lower energy during a new moon. And then the full moon, oh my gosh, I'll tell you this after, but Oh no, it's coming up now. But basically the full moon, it's so fascinating. I have had friends who are nurses, friends who have worked for the coroner's office. So they go to crime scenes and friends who work um, in ambulances. Three, like three different people, three different situations. I just so happen to ask them, I'm like, do you see any difference when there's a full moon? Cause you know how, I don't know if you've ever heard that sort of folklore that like there's higher, um, there's higher energy. There's a lot more going on. All three of them are like, yes, it is oddly, higher. There's, uh, there's more cases. There's more people coming into the ER. So I find that very fascinating. Um, but all that to say, the energy is building. So that's why the new moon is a good time to set intentions. And then there's also eclipse season. Eclipse season is essentially the new moon and full moon on steroids. It's a lot higher energy. Um, so that's also something that's important to be conscious of. And I think it's very interesting specifically there's eclipse season twice a year. We have eclipse season right now during the quote unquote holiday season. And this is a time where there can be stronger emotions. We might feel more um, more pulled into ourselves and more tired from all the things going on in the world. So um, that's also something to consider. So there's a new moon setting intentions and then the full moon is halfway through the lunar cycle. And it's when the energy has really culminated halfway through. And that's why they say for the full moon, it's a time of releasing. It's a time of identifying what no longer works for you. And the, there's full moon rituals where you essentially write out what you don't want to carry anymore. These can be generalized things, emotional things. Maybe you realize that you have a certain limiting belief and you want to kind of, even symbolically, even if you don't believe in the energetic woo aspect of it, having this, this natural sort of rhythm in the sky and in nature to remind us almost like quarterly. We look at quarterly earnings and quarterly performances maybe. Why not do it in alignment with nature in that rhythm? Um, so that's essentially what it is. That full moon is that midway point is this cosmic spotlight allowing you to really see what has and hasn't been working for you halfway through this journey that you're on. And it's a time where you can release things and also dive deeper into what is working, but it's really a time of action. And then that energy winds back down to the end of the lunar cycle to the new moon. And yeah, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> totally makes sense. And yeah, actually what you said about the full moon having like an impact on, you know, just people in our society and your friends, you asking them. So I used to um, work in a pharmacy and during the full moon, it was really interesting. Like we had a lot of interesting things happen and like interesting <laughs> people come in on the full moon. And I remember always like talking with my coworkers about it being the full moon and all of us were like, yep, it's like very <laughs> obvious. Yeah. That is so interesting. Yeah. Man. 
I would love to see more um, collective research on things like that, because we know that the moon also impacts the tides and there's, you know, there's been talk of, you know, we're made up of over 70% water, if not more and things like that. Um, so it's, it's all up to everyone's own, you know, opinion and discretion, but I think it is really interesting to notice those things. Yeah. Sure. So actually while we're on the topic, you just brought up like the tide and us being made up of a large percentage of water. So when it's the full moon, I can actually like feel it physically coming. I'll get like this head tension and it's not like a headache. I don't have a headache for days, but I just kind of have like this head pressure almost. And I'm not sure if you experience any like physical symptoms or anything around the full moon yourself. Wow, that is really interesting. Oh man, <laughs> you're in tune. <laughs> um, well, for me, the one thing that I notice is that I feel, for lack of a better term, almost called to just clean, usually on new moons, but sometimes full moons. I just feel like I want a fresh start. I almost feel energetically like it's time for a new cycle. Um, so that's one of one of the things. And then also my personal cycle, I've noticed some patterns with that, but it's interesting, like, because we as women also have a similar cycle, I think that that connection can also be very empowering to look at that aspect of our health from, from outside of the more like clinical or the more sort of like, I need to hide this and this is an inconvenience, like looking at the rhythms of our energy. Oh my goodness. Can I just say just really quick, I have one book that I feel like everyone would love, every girl would love. It's called In the Flow by Alyssa Viti. And in that book, just from somebody who has studied, you know, the rhythms of the moon to read this book that talks about the rhythms of our hormones over the course of 28 days. Similarly, there are different um, energy, energetic stages, and it has to do with which hormones um, are released from one week to a next. And it's so fascinating to see how there are these stages where you feel more motivated to get things done, just like the full moon can be that higher energy time. And then you have a time where it's all about rest and that's usually that new moon time. So it's just really interesting to see, but, um, but yeah, I completely agree. I think that's really interesting. Yeah, I have that book too. And I love it. That was like one of the places that helped me learn a lot about my hormones. And just like you said, you know, we're not, we as women, like we're not supposed to be go, go, go all the time. And if you're feeling more tired and like you need to rest or maybe even just kind of take a step back, maybe you have a online business, like myself and yourself right I find whenever I'm on my period I always just kind of have like this week where I'm hardly on my stories like I usually am and right now I'm like around that ovulation time and so I'm kind of like more energized and I feel like you know I'm I have the energy to show up more than I do when I'm on my cycle Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's so interesting too, how, um, during certain stages, you can also feel more confident. Like you're saying when you're ovulating, I'm like, what? Okay. Let me schedule these, you know, like these podcasts, you know, things in alignment with that. I need to go back to it and kind of get recalibrated with it. But yeah, it's really interesting to learn and very empowering because there's so much to our cycle outside of just that one week, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I love that we started talking about astrology and like the moon 
cycle and now we're talking about our, you know, menstrual cycle. It's so cool because it is really (laughs) all connected for sure. So, okay, moving back to the moon cycle. So you gave a really great description of like, okay, this is what the new moon means. This is what the full moon means. But something that I just love what you do is creating those rituals for people over on your YouTube channels. And um, like I said before, I really love those journal prompts. I think it was a new moon one time I did your journal prompts and every single thing that I wrote out that I wanted to happen that month actually happened that month. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe we could share just like a few things that our listeners could do if they wanted to start their own new moon and full moon rituals. Like what would that look like? I love it. Okay. So, okay. So when it comes to new moon and like you mentioned, thank you also for mentioning the YouTube channel. I forget to plug my own self, but yeah, everything that I'm talking about, I talk about in my YouTube channel and I really put it to practice. Like you're mentioning, we have the new moon, every single new moon, a journaling video that's customized to what the energy is for that, um, that cycle at the time. But so, yeah, so let's see. So new moons, when it comes to rituals, Um, a new moon, like I said, is a really good time for setting intentions. So what I like to do is it depends on the cycle, but the generalized sort of questions that you can ask yourself, let me actually, let me just literally pull out my R-Line planner. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'll I'll pull up because in, in the R-Line planners also, there are dedicated full and new moon, um, ritual pages for every single one of the year, but I just want to, oh, okay. So, okay. So this is two things. So the new moon Again, this depends on who you are listening to this and whether or not you're open-minded or um, if you believe in this, but a, a lot of it is aligned with manifestation, right? And even if you don't believe in that, the act of getting into the feeling of how you would feel when you obtain that goal, just mentally, psychologically, sports people do this, like high-performing athletes do this all the time. There's whole books on this, on the psychology of it, but a great new moon uh, ritual would start out for me with getting centered and that can be by journaling or meditating. Um, and it can be literally a five minute meditation, some deep breaths, just to get centered in that moment, because again, we can be go, go, going, you can, um, smudge that can be with sage Palo Santo. Um, I like rosemary or mugwort, and that also clears the air in that space and then find a notebook. And you can write out what are some things that I want to manifest or start working towards during this new lunar cycle. And really this emphasis of fresh starts, whatever worked and didn't work in the past, that's in lessons, but you have a new opportunity, this new lunar cycle. And the second thing that I have, um, I ask for people to write out is how would it make you feel when you get that thing? Taking a moment to really visualize it, asking yourself like, how would would I feel excited? Would I feel finally comfortable? Like I can just relax. Getting aligned energetically with that destination in time kind of is very important um, mentally, like I mentioned before, because it also helps your brain. For me, when I get into that state, it also helps me really realize on a deeper level, like, whoa, if I got this weight, what about all the logistics? And because you're in that mental state, you're more likely to think about the logistics. Oftentimes with new moon rituals, with manifestation, we write out like, pie in the sky, like, I'm going to get this mansion. I'm going to get this car or like, which are all great things to want, but it's the, I 
I think the most, um, the, the next level of that is really getting into that mindset of how would I feel? Because um, law of attraction wise, you're attracting it by getting aligned energetically with it. But even outside of that aspect of it, it really causes you to think, okay, what, how do I put this into action? Like, how do I actually like that future self, what would they do if they came back and gave me advice? So that's a big aspect of it. So those are the, um, those are the four things you kind of set the space maybe meditate, maybe journal a little bit to kind of get your brain going and getting centered. Then you write down what you'd like to manifest. Then you ask yourself, how would I feel? And then the last thing that I would recommend is breaking down what your next steps are into actionable steps, like reducing them. So you have your overall goal. Then you think, what would it look like as a weekly routine for me to work towards that? Does that mean maybe three times? Let's, so let's say, for example, maybe one of your goals is to start a podcast or something like that. Maybe, um, so you could say for the rest of December, my weekly routine is three times a week. I will listen to podcasters talk about how they started their podcast. And then you break that down into your, I'm, I'm looking at it here, like daily habits. Um, do you have any limiting beliefs that popped up when you were kind of getting centered with that? Maybe your daily habit is journaling about that and exploring why that comes up for you. Like it, so yeah, I hope that makes sense, but that would be my ideal new moon ritual. I love um, it. And I'll pause there. <laughs> I love um, it. So. Yeah. It's kind of like working backwards, right? So we set the goal and then we work backwards. Okay. So what are like the weekly and daily action steps because people think that manifestation you know this is why people tend to not like manifestation because they think that people just like think about what they want and then they say like oh I manifested that but no you like think about what you want and you connect to how that would feel but then there's action behind it as well right Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's this like kind of set it and forget it. And I think that's why a lot of people are attracted to it. I think that's why I initially was attracted to it as well. But um, yeah, I always love whenever I talk about it to always add that there is a psychological aspect to it. Even if you don't believe in the woo, the absolutely getting into that mindset and really asking yourself like, cool, I'm in this house that I visualized, but how did I get it? What's the mortgage set up? What's my credit for that? You know, these things. And the thing is, is that um, like psychologically, we are it, mentally for um, humans, we tend to think negatively, but that is a, a, a sort of survival mechanism that we have in our brain because we always want to think about how can we make ourselves most, the most protected, the most, you know, setup that's conducive to our survival. And so we want to look at that in a constructive way as well. So naturally, when you think about what you want to create, um, when we create sort of goals for ourselves, we can have limiting beliefs that pop up, but there are some of them that are um, constructive where it's like, wait, but what are the logistics of it? And those are the ones that you want to write down for sure. But moving on from there to the full moon ritual. So the full moon, like I mentioned before, is a culmination of energy. Oftentimes it's, a, it's um, the energy of it is almost like a period where you feel more reflective maybe. Um, and it's a great time, like mentioned before, 
because you can see things a little bit more clearly, it's kind of seen as this symbolic cosmic spotlight illuminating what has and hasn't been working. That's kind of why um, we have a lot of sort of full moon release type rituals. So a great one that you can do, setting it up just like the new moon, getting centered. That's what's most important because our mind can be racing with so many things and we really want to um, not feel like we're multitasking. Absolutely. And also just connecting. If you can, earthing, essentially just being outside and sitting on the ground and the earth can really help you energetically as well because we're surrounded by so many electronics, um, not only just distraction wise, but there's a lot of stuff going on there that can impact our energy. So getting centered, whether that's through journaling or meditating, maybe you can smudge. You can also bring crystals around. A great one is um, I love clear quartz. It's a great crystal for amplifying your energy, especially if you're working to manifest. Rose quartz is a great one if you're looking to work on your love and empathy, things like that. But that's, you know, that's extra. I think the most important aspect is getting grounded. And then for the full moon, it's the first part of it. I like to ask myself, what do I want to release? And that can be people, places, environments, um, limiting beliefs that are not conducive to what you have been working for towards so far on this lunar cycle or the past month, the past year. And so you write those things out. And in my, <laughs> I made in the, the R-Line planner, you can rip out this page when you're done and you can destroy it or burn it. But energetically, what's usually done is, yeah, you kind of destroy the page that you've listed off what you want to release. But, I yeah. love that. And then yeah. And uh, let's see, what's the other aspect of it? So I like, I, I think it's just me. I always, I don't always want to be negative, I guess, but it is important to acknowledge, you know, the shadow as well as the light. Right. But something else that I add on is now that you have released these things, how will your life, how will your life look outside of these things that you're ready to release again, going back to the visualization aspect of it, because even outside of the woo, um, even outside of the manifestation and law of attraction aspect of visualizing it, when you visualize it, you're more likely to be open-minded to that reality. And there's, you know, going through life, a lot of times we either consciously or subconsciously can get used to certain day-to-day -day things that, um, if we really asked ourselves, if we wanted that, we might not really want it. And so going into those visualizations and seeing how you would be in those states is very powerful. But yeah, that's essentially what a full moon ritual is. The big oh, thing is releasing so things. Good. Yeah. yeah. So basically, you know, to kind of sum it up is the new moon, really awesome time to set those intentions mm -hmm. and then full moon time to release what's no longer serving you. Right. And that's also when we have a lot of energy. So like you said, that's when we're actually ready to actually maybe go take the action to do the thing that we set the intention for. Yes. Thank you for, for mentioning that. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Ooh, yay. Well, I will link up your YouTube channel for everyone in the show notes and also your planner because I'm so excited to get my hands on one as well if I don't already have it. <laughs> um, and everyone else listening can go grab theirs because I, I totally agree with you. Like it's so helpful to actually have like a journal being like, hey, it's the new moon. Da -da 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 -da. Here's what you can focus on right now. Definitely. Yeah. 
Amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. And also the, the, the other thing that I like about the planner, I don't know if you have um, one of those apps that lets you know when your cycle is coming up or anything yes. like that. Okay. I love something I love about that is that sometimes I might feel a little bit off and usually before the app, I would find out after my cycle started and then be like, oh man, I was kind of PMSing. But when you have the app, it's kind of almost, it feels good to know like, okay, like I'm kind of prepared. It's the same thing with the planner for a lot of people. Like they, they look at it and they're like, oh, okay. Mercury is going into retrograde. This is why my phone's acting up or this is why this and that. And I don't know. So it is really fun to be able to reference things in that way. Yes. Yes. Okay. While we're on the topic, we need to talk about which apps we use because Ooh. I just started using like the best one in my opinion. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So my friend JD Angle, she's been on the show multiple times, but she introduced me to one called Fitter Women. It's like fit, F-I-T-R, and then woman. I guess it's woman, not women. But okay. um, Fitter Woman, it is so great. You will Ooh. love it. Oh, I will check it out. Oh, I found it. Cool. Yeah. It's really easy to, what I really love about it is it shows you the whole calendar and it obviously kind of like predicts when your next period's going to come. But um, what I really love about it is it's so easy to log symptoms. And I, I like doing that just to kind of reflect back sometimes like you know when I feel something this month I can reflect back last month and be like oh around this time was I also getting a headache or was I also mm. feeling tired or was I also getting pimples like something like that right yeah. so it's really cool that's so cool oh I love it yeah I see that there's there's info for fitness and nutrition yes, into and it. Um, just how you're feeling too. So it says exactly like what phase of the cycle you're in and stuff like that. So yeah, which one were you using? I've been using Clue. Oh, okay. I haven't yeah. used that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's similar to that. It it well actually no. Um <laughs> well it's similar to that in that you you track your cycle and that you can put in your symptoms as well. But there isn't, um, a, there aren't any resources that I know of when it comes to nutrition or fitness. So I like that. I think yeah. that's really cool. But yeah, I love Clue. It's, you know, it, it's probably similar to in general to what you're talking about. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I can also link those um, period tracking apps up for our ladies. Okay. So before you go, I have a couple questions. Um, yeah. Since we are both Gemini sons, <laughs> I'm, I'm like dying to know what, if you know your human design type. Oh yes. I'm a manifesting generator. You're a manifest. Okay. Well, that makes so much sense. Why you have so many ideas because you were like, you know how we just, as Gemini's, we have so many ideas, right? Yes. But when you were saying that, I was like, okay, I've always felt like I have so many ideas because I'm a manifester. I'm a human design manifester. But mm. for you to be like, hey, I'm creating wellness con. And then, hey, I have this idea for this planner and I'm actually going to do it. I was like, is she just like an amazing manifester or what? <laughs> because, oh. 
but no it makes so much sense that you're a manifesting generator because you have the ideas but then you also have that sacral energy to actually like go and do the thing right whereas for me I have all these ideas but I'm more so like hey guys this is like where I want to go and this is my vision who's coming with me so we can actually make it happen you know Girl, that sounds way more better for your mental health. You're like, I want to collaborate. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That is so, wait, so I have a question for you. So for mine, I I forget what the wording is. Like you said, it's sacral. I believe maybe that's what it's referencing to. But my sort of, one of the messages for me was that I need to wait to be called to do something. Because I can create things, sometimes I want to do a million things. And that really leads to burnout for me. I just posted about this on my Instagram story. And and so that's my downfall. Like, yeah, I can do it, but like, it's not fun sometimes. I'm like, why don't I ask for help? Why am I moving too fast? Exactly. Is that what yours is too? Like to kind of wait to be called for it or? Yeah, so what you are talking about is the strategy of your human design type. Yeah, so for manifesting generators and generators, you, that that group of human design type, um, you are waiting to respond. That's your strategy. So it's like if someone gives you something to respond to. So for an example, just kind of going back to the planner, right? If someone out there was like, oh, I wish someone would make a planner to help me live according to the moon cycle. And you were like, wow, I could do that. That would give you something to respond to and just like go do it. Right. So generators and manifesting generators, that's your strategy is to wait to respond or like to respond to something. And for me as, um, a manifester, we're here to inform. So instead of like me just getting an idea and running away and like go doing the idea and not telling anyone about it, um, we tend to do that. And the people around us can be like, why didn't you just tell me what you were doing? Because people are impacted by like what we do, right? So for me, my strategy is to be like, hey guys, this is my idea. This is where I'm headed. This is what I'm about to do, just so you know. And ever since I learned about human design, I've, because I work with a team of women and I've just been more like, aware and conscious of doing that and it's definitely been so helpful for sure because I'm not just like going and doing it and then telling them after like oh by the way you know (laughs) um and sometimes that gives you know when I tell people okay this is what I'm about to do that gives generators and manifesting generators something to respond to and be like hey Mm -hmm. I like that idea can I come along with you type thing I love that. Yeah. That is so interesting. Wow. So cool. Okay. I I'm I don't know about I'm sure that you felt this too, but it yeah, it was really empowering to to learn that and to learn that that was my thing. Like it'll be way more conducive if I wait. Because yeah, I don't know about you, but I've dealt with a lot of indecision sometimes and not being able to decide what to do. And in reality, it was just like, you need to wait, girl. Like if you can't decide, it's because you're trying to rush things most of the time for me anyway. But yeah, so that's really cool. I wonder if your emotional authority, it would be interesting if your emotional authority. I don't um, think I am. You don't? 
I don't think I, cause I remember, isn't it, is emotional authority when you can naturally emotionally want to, um, go like kind of decide, but that your like decision-making could be blurred from that. So you kind of have to wait. So emotional authority, what I tell my clients is like, you kind of have to ride that emotional wave. So, and this will resonate with you if you are emotional authority, but, um, yeah, if you are emotional authority, you can, you like feel like a great deal of excitement and then you are, kind of indecisive because you have so much emotion around the decision you're going to make. So for those people with emotional authority, it's good to give yourself time to like feel all the feelings and kind of reach this place of just being neutral about it and then making your decision from there. Oh, that is so interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, I don't think that's me, but I've had friends who they described that when they did theirs. So You'll have to really... tell me your authority. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love this convo and we'll definitely have to have you on again. This has been fun. Okay. Um, so last question for you that I ask all of my guests is what does it mean to you to be unbreakable? Oh, I love it. Um, my, to me, to be unbreakable is to be open to the opportunity of learning. Just always having that mindset of, okay, I messed up, but you know what? I'm learning so I can keep going. I love that. Awesome. Okay. So I will have all of your links in the show notes, but if someone wants to take a screenshot of our conversation today and post it on Instagram and tag us, where can they find you over on Instagram? Yay. Uh, my Instagram is Hey Alina Alive. I feel like that's long, but that's what it is. I love it. I love the hey part. I was um, redoing <laughs> my Instagram handle like two years ago, and I also played around with like the Hey Meg doll. Oh, yeah, okay. That was an yeah, option. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Cause so many are taken depending on what it is. So I'm I like, know. let me just do that. Like Meg doll is taken and it's like an account of dolls or something like that. It's so weird. <laughs> random. Yeah. It's very random. So anyways, thank you so much for coming on this week. This was fun. Yeah. This is so fun. Thank you for having me.